You're listening to the Radical Disruption Podcast with Maya Nicole, nursing student turned multi-six-figure online entrepreneur. Here we talk all things real and raw when it comes to entrepreneurship and what it really takes to get to the next level. Leave the small biz talk at the door and buckle up for the tangible, tactical, and actionable steps that will help guide you in building a disruptive business. Let's dive into the show. Hello and welcome to today's spicy episode. All right, before I dive in, I want to give you some context to today's episode because it will not make any sense why I've titled it what I have unless I give you the context. So this episode came about because there's a lot of conversation happening in the business space that speaking to pain points in your marketing is not the way to go and that it attracts disempowered customers And instead, you should only speak to their desires or empower and inspire and bring awareness to something. And a lot of this conversation is happening on threads. I recently have gotten back onto threads. Not sure how long I'll stay. I think I'm going to give it three months to really see what type of ROI I'm going to get from being on that platform, specifically in terms of like sales and just building community and brand awareness over there. So I'll keep you updated on that. Once I've been on it for longer than two weeks and have posted more than 10 times and have had a little bit more consistency, then maybe I'll do an episode on it. But I'm not a threads expert, so please don't come at me with any of your questions because, yeah, I don't have all the answers there. But anyways, I've realized that there's a dark side of threads and a light side of threads. I recently got back onto threads because I saw on Instagram, like, you know, you, when you scroll through your feed, there's like these little thread uh, snippets that pop up and they're like, this is what's happening on threads. I don't know if it actually says that or not, but in my head, that's what I think. <laughs> but I saw, you know, these little threads and I kept tapping on them and I just was so intrigued by these little snippets of conversation that I saw. And as I tapped on more of them, I was like, oh, actually, I'm really intrigued to get back on threads because I love the conversation that's happening over here. And as I jumped back onto threads, again, the conversation is what drew me in. There was a lot of like positivity, supporting one another, um, helping one another out, answering each other's questions, all that good stuff. And as of recently, my threads algorithm, which I have no idea how the threads algorithm even works. Again, don't ask me any questions here. But it's recently brought me to the dark side of threads, which is kind of where this whole, yeah, this is where this whole conversation came about for today's episode is on the dark side of threads. So anyways, that's kind of the whole context of where this all came from. But there's a lot of people who are like, don't use pain point marketing. So first things first, and you might have already seen this coming because I've said it a few times in past episodes, but if anyone tells me to not do something, so if they say don't do blank, I'm either going to do it or I'm going to highly question why and then see if the logic is sound. So, of course, I'm going to break down all of my thoughts here for you. Now, I just have to say that I called BS on this whole don't use pain points in your marketing thing from the first second that I saw it. But I also loved that it's given me an opportunity to dive deeper and really understand the why behind pain point marketing. So, and actually, little side note tangent here, I think that it's so powerful when we see things on social media that either trigger us or even if it doesn't trigger you, but it like makes you question it a little bit or you're like, hey, I don't agree with that. I think it's such a cool and powerful opportunity to dive deeper into that thing and ask ourselves 
why. And so I just loved this opportunity for me to be able to dive deeper into pain point marketing. Like, why do I actually do the things that I do? Because sometimes we just learn these things and there's nothing bad about that, but sometimes we just learn these things and start implementing them without really knowing the why behind the power of it or the why behind why it actually works. Anyways, I just think it's such a powerful opportunity to pause, to stop, to think, to reflect, to really challenge our thoughts. So that's what this episode's all about. So anyways, again, I love that it's given me a deeper opportunity. So the first thing that I did was hit the good old Google (laughs) and started researching the origins of pain point marketing because, you know, what else would I be doing on a Tuesday afternoon in the winter Definitely not more important things than Googling about the origins of pain point marketing. (laughs) So in my research, and I promise it's going to get more exciting than this, but in my research, I found that the term pain point first came around in the early 2000s to define a moment in which a situation becomes so irritating that a consumer feels compelled to seek out a remedy. And that was according to an article by Bruce Watson that was published by Yahoo Money, I think is where I found it. I'm not really sure how credible of a source that is. So if we're talking like credible sources and all that good stuff, probably not the most credible source, but I think I also saw it on a few other Google searches. (laughs) So uh, I'm sure it's right, right? Um, Anyways, okay. So what is a pain point? It's a specific problem, frustration, or limiting factor that a customer experiences and I might add to that as well that a customer experiences and that they want a solution to. So for example, let's just say that you want your baby to sleep through the night. Some pain points that you might be having, number one, getting your baby to bed at night is a struggle. So you dread nights. Number two, your baby wakes up every two hours to feed, which leaves you exhausted each day. Number three, you aren't sure if you should pick up your baby when he or she is crying. Um, or if you should let them cry to sleep, which then gives you anxiety deciding what to do. So those are three pain points that you might have from the situation of your baby sleeping. So when you address the pain points in your marketing, when you talk about pain points, you really let your customers know that you get it. You're basically saying to them like, hey, I hear you. I see you. I understand. And I'm here to be a helping hand. And I don't know about you, but how many times have you wished that someone would say that to you when you're going through the thick of whatever it is that you're going through, aka your pain point. I know, I wish that that would happen every single time. I wish that someone would say, hey, I hear you, I see you, I understand, I'm here to be helping you. Like, please, please do that for me when I'm, whenever I'm in the thick of anything. So understanding the pain point, it helps us to not only create better offers for our customers because we understand what it is that they need and it helps us to better serve them, but it's also the gateway for us to share what it is that we offer fills the gap between the pain point, so where they are right now, and the outcome, which is where they want to go. And here's something mind-blowing, and I am winking right now (laughs) because it's really not that mind-blowing. If you're watching on YouTube, you saw my wink, and that was a very pathetic attempt at a wink. I do actually know how to wink, but I was trying to wink with my not good winking eye. Anyways, if you're watching on YouTube, you're you're getting a laugh out of this right now. Um, but people who have a pain point are the ones that are most likely to 
become customers. Why? Because most people don't buy something that they don't feel like they have a need for. So when they have a pain that they want alleviated, they're going to seek out a solution. So pain is a really great motivator to change. And in this context right now, who I'm speaking to, the change that they're going to be seeking out is going to be brought about through your offer. Think about the last thing that you purchased. Now, think about why did you purchase that thing? You bought it to fill some sort of pain point that you have in your life, whether that be a big pain point or a small pain point. To give an example, the last thing that I purchased was a microphone stand off of Amazon that clips onto my desk and it has a longer arm. So the mic that I use is the Blue Yeti mic. And it's just like the one that came straight out of the box. Like if you order a Blue Yeti mic and it has like a little stand on it, but the stand has to be on your desk. The one that I bought has like an attachment that like screws down on the edge of a desk or on the edge of something and it has a longer arm. So I don't have to, I don't know. It just, the way that my microphone right now is set up, it limits how I move around, (laughs) if that makes any sense. So why did I buy it? I bought it because I'm tired of not being able to get my microphone close to my mouth without having to be at the very edge of my desk because my mic has to be on my desk. And the clip um, will also hook to my shelf in my podcasting room. So right above my head right now, it's going to hook onto the shelf, my podcasting room being my closet. (laughs) And it's going to make my life so much easier because my microphone right now is literally balancing on the edge of three boxes and also on the edge of my computer. And my chair is pulled all the way up as close as I possibly can be to the edge of this box so that my audio quality is good. So it's going to make my life so much easier. So the pain point that I had that then brought me to buy the microphone stand was inconvenience of having a mic that only can be moved around on my desk and needing more flexibility to be able to move around, which is going to make my life so much easier, especially when it comes to podcasting. So it's not icky. It's what I was feeling that drove me to buy. So pain point marketing, not icky. And it's not to say that I specifically bought that because I saw someone marketing to my pain point, but that's just to give an example of a pain point that I had that you could have marketed into. Now, why do I think that there are people out there that are against using pain point marketing? You know, like the dark side of threads. Why are people talking about this? Why is this even a conversation? Why are people saying that pain point marketing is dead, that you shouldn't use pain points? I think that it's because they've seen people do it the wrong way and it feels icky like as a consumer. And so they're like, nope, I don't want to replicate that. I want to come across in a very authentic way to my community. And I don't want people to feel like shamed by reading my marketing, right? By reading the copy that I am giving to them through my Instagram stories, through my email, all that stuff. Or they are doing it the wrong way because that's all that they've been taught and it feels icky. So they think that pain point marketing must not be for them. And so what is the solution? Well, we don't use pain point marketing. And I do believe that there is a negative way to go about using pain points. And there are 100% people out there who are using pain points as a way to make other people feel like crap. Now, whether that be intentional or an unintentional I don't really know. I would hope that it would be unintentional. 
but I also believe that there's a right way to go about sharing pain points. So let me share my recommendations on how to effectively use pain points in your marketing because you should be. It's it's a marketing tactic. It is a very smart marketing tactic. And again, it helps people to feel more connected to you. It helps them to know that you understand what it is that they're going through. So number one, get specific. Now, notice how all the pain point examples that I gave when I was talking about baby sleep, they were very specific. It wasn't just the pain point being, oh, the mom is lacking sleep. No, I shared very specific feelings and situations. So when you get specific, your marketing is going to be, it's going to feel um, more connective to your audience because it's going to feel like you're talking directly to them and that you understand their deep desires and the specific situation that they're going through. Again, if you just say lack of sleep, yeah, technically that is correct. But if you say, you know, you're waking up every two hours needing to feed, um, you dread bedtime and the baby is crying and you don't know whether or not to pick them up or not. Those are very specific situations. And if a mom reads that and she's experiencing those things, she's going to say, yes, that is me. This person understands me. I need whatever it is that's going to help me to overcome the pain points that I am currently struggling with. Number two, use pain points to emphasize and empathize, not shame. So use it to emphasize that it's a real struggle and that the person that is currently in that pain point, that they are valid in having that pain point and empathize, letting them know that you understand what it is that they are going through, which will help to build a connection. Number three, use pain points to help people better understand the situation that they are going through. How many times have you seen a post, whether that be on Instagram, whether it could even be an email, it could even be something that you Google and it says, are you struggling with XYZ? It could be blank. That's the problem. And you're like, wait, that's me. I'm struggling with that. And I didn't realize that this could be connected to the thing that I'm struggling with. Or I didn't realize that there was even a solution. Or I didn't even realize that I even had a problem, you know? And obviously there is a bad side to that too. Um, like I was talking to one of my friends a few months ago and we were talking about TikTok and how TikTok is like, oh my gosh, if you've ever experienced, like, I'm trying to think of like a very drastic situation, but this actually truthfully comes up on TikTok. Like if you've ever, <laughs> if you've ever struggled with sleep, you might have, I don't know, some sort of disease. Like that's like obviously very, very extreme. And that's to the point where it's like, okay, that's, that's a, that's a little bit too extreme, right? So I'm not saying that like every single time that you see something that says, are you struggling with XYZ? Like it's going to give you the exact solution that you need, but you might realize that through that piece of content that there actually is a problem and that there is a solution to that thing and that you don't have to continue in the way that you've been doing things, that there is a better way to do things. Hopefully that makes sense. So pain points can educate people is basically what I'm trying to say. That's the summary of number three. Okay. Number four, use it to serve people on a higher level. So pain points can uncover blind spots that people might have. And when they recognize those blind spots, they're going to then be that much more likely to work towards their desired outcome and understand how to actually work towards it. And what I mean by a blind spot is just a lack of knowledge or understanding in a certain area. And pro tip here, use your situations and circumstances where you've uncovered blind spots that you've had in your own life, in your own journey, and share that. And then 
through your situations and circumstances, through the things that you're sharing, that's going to help other people to see their blind spots through you. So that way you don't have to call them out and say, this is your blind spot, (laughs) Um, which can sometimes come across as a little bit more shaming. Whereas if it comes from the perspective of like, hey, this is something that I realized, this is a blind spot that I had, then people will say, they'll read that. And without you ever saying like, you might also have this blind spot too, they might recognize that they also had that blind spot, which is really, really powerful there. Number five, when you're marketing, don't use pain points from the energy of this is going to get someone to purchase from me or buy from me. And instead, from the energy of this will help someone to feel seen and heard. It's such a simple shift, but it'll help your marketing come off in a way of service versus shaming. Number six, and lastly, when you are calling out mistakes, share it from a me, not you perspective. And what do I mean by that? When you say, this is why you suck at XYZ. And obviously you're not going to say that specifically, like you suck at this, but like to give a very drastic example, um, if you said, this is why you suck at XYZ, it's going to be coming across very differently than if you said, this is why I sucked at XYZ and what I did to shift from it or what I learned from it. It's a totally different feel there. So take it from a me perspective, not a you perspective. So like don't point fingers at other people point the finger at yourself is what I'm saying. So that is it for my thoughts on pain point marketing. So as you can probably guess, hopefully, hopefully by the time you've made it this far in the episode, you've guessed that I'm very for using pain point marketing. It is a very strategic marketing tactic that is very, very powerful, not just for you getting sales, but for helping your community to feel seen, understood, and heard and for you to be able to show that there that you have the gap from the pain point to the outcome that people want to have right so where people are where people want to go your offer or whatever it is that you are giving people um is going to fill that gap which is really really powerful so the last thing I'll leave you with with this episode is the thought and this is a thought that I really love so much it it's the thought around a pain point is a moment of desire for change Let me repeat that one more time. A pain point is a moment of desire for change. All right, that is it for today's episode. Thanks for tuning in. If this episode has served you in any way, I'd love it if you shared what you've learned, any aha moments that you may have had, or something that you loved, and tag me on Instagram at Maya Nicole. And if you haven't already, hit the subscribe button and leave a five-star review so that we can continue to learn and grow together. Thank you so much for your support. I love you and I'll talk to you in the next episode.